Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with the Discovery It podcast. Tonight, we're going to be speaking on discovering the secret within. And Jody uh, is going to be presenting it tonight. So why don't we go ahead and give it over to Jody? Go ahead, Jody. All right. Thanks, Paul. Like I said, discovering the secret within. Um, So we like to use word knowledge to kind of help clear up some communication and uh, be able to define uh, some of the different words. So the first word I'd like to define is uh, the word secret. So secret is to not is something that is not known or seen or is not meant to be known or seen. And then usually when something's a secret or you can't see it, I will talk about it being invisible. Um, and invisible is something that's unable to be seen. So using those definitions, we can look at our internal thought and being able to see and be able to find and discover that secret of our internal thoughts. And once we can do that, we can start to overcome some of these different uh, misbeliefs. Um, So our it or our internal thought, uh, we think of as like an entity it kind of gives like a, creates our it as like this fictitious character that allows us to kind of be able to kind of put our finger on something, kind of be able to have a grasp and be able to look at something that's a little bit different. If we start to like think about ourselves, we're like maybe we can't, if if we can't really kind of picture it as something outside of ourselves, it's hard for us to kind of treat it a little differently. So I like to think of this, this internal thought is um, like in, in the Bible, it talks about, there's this one passage that I always liked, and it said, I don't understand what I do for what I want to do, I don't do, but what I hate, I do. And I always thought that was very interesting, kind of goes right along with our internal thought. Like a lot of times we'll do something over and over again, and we just can't figure out why we keep doing it. And our, our internal thought is going to be our own worst enemy. So to think of our internal thought as its own entity and know that our own worst enemy is inside of ourselves, it kind of allows us to separate that and be able – it allows us to look at it a little bit different. So that's kind of where that secret power comes from is allows us to recognize that internal thought and allows us to be able to fight it. Uh, you can't fight something or – you know, work against something that you can't see. So it's it's just like the uh, you don't know what you don't know. So we have to kind of look outside of ourselves and uh, look at things a little bit different and be able to look at some of the different patterns, look at our, our past history, uh, look at some of the possible misbeliefs that maybe we were brought up uh, believing or uh, limiting beliefs that kind of hold us back where maybe we think to ourselves that uh, we're not good enough. And we can realize that we're not really our own thoughts. Uh, That's not really who we are. And uh, we have, like, so much more potential that we can do. So kind of getting rid of those limiting beliefs will allow us to move on. Most of us don't even realize that we have a subconscious mind. I knew about that a little bit, uh, but not not so much until I started to understand the secret and understand it and that I didn't realize how much of our subconscious mind and how much of our it 
kind of runs the show, um, kind of does all these things. Like you ever say, like, uh, you do something or you're trying to get over a bad habit, you're trying not to eat out, next thing you know you're eating fast food again or doing some one of those bad habits and you're like, I don't know how this happened. <laughs> or maybe you got triggered or got into an angry argument and just completely flew off the handle and you're like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what got into me. Well, that's that internal thought that kind of like running the show. It has all these emotional triggers. And sometimes they could be good. Sometimes they could be bad. Sometimes they could be indifferent. Um, it, it's not necessarily has to be positive and negative. You know, it's just going to, it's going to happen. And um, until now, you know, we didn't really know about the secret. So once we learn the secret, then can start to take control and start to have that power back and uh, have that power over it. And a good friend of mine had this uh, neat little analogy he used uh, for his internal thoughts, and he used the, like, what, what do you do when you're on fire when you're a kid, right? You do that stop, drop, and roll. And that, that's a really good analogy, and we can think of that and maybe use that towards this internal thought. So when we have that emotional trigger or that emotional response, um, we can stop it and we can figure out the truth and where that's really coming from. And it goes to our three-step process, uh, repeating this three-step process over and over again. And uh, the first step is the identify, identify the secret, uh, under, identify how this it is playing a part in our lives and kind of break it down into different conditions. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of the things that we do and repeat over and over kind of lead us into certain behaviors and look at these different behaviors, look at these different conditions, um, take this outside perspective and, and look at like what's not working, uh, what are some of my fears, identify what makes you happy, what makes you sad. And remember our it's going to try to always protect itself. It's going to try to protect us from anything that it thinks is bad or it thinks is not good for us. And the only, the only place that it got that from is from our past program conditioning, from all the, all the things we learned maybe in school or from our parents or just through experience. It, it, it compiles all this information and it develops this who we think we are. It kind of creates this, well, this is normal. So anything different than normal to our internal thought is bad. And it's, it's going to try to block out anything that's not normal. Um, to some people, normal might be, you know, complete dysfunction or chaos. It could be always getting into an argument. That could be normal to our internal thought. Sometimes if that's not what your normal is, if you look at somebody else's perspective or somebody else's situation, you can identify different conditions like that and you'd be like, well, that's not normal. Well, that's not your normal. So it's going to try to block out those types of feelings. And it's going to use a bunch of different ways. It could be just denial. You could be like that cognitive dissonance where you look at something and you're like, oh, that can't possibly be true. And, or it's going to show up in some sort of uh, physiological, uh, whether it's emotional responses, your heart rate, uh, things like that, uh, other kind of things to try to go back to what our internal thought thinks is normal. And once we identify all these, make this great big list, then we can confront all these. Um, this is like the kind of the face to music. Understand where these beliefs came from. And once, once that secret's out, once we know about it, um, know that it exists, 
then it's been exposed. So then it's going to put up an even stronger fight. So we've got to keep an eye out and watch out for things like doubt, things like fear, panic, uh, a lot of these things that our it's going to try to do and create or self-sabotage in order to put us back into what it thought was normal. And kind of the, the harder we, we attack our it, the harder it's going to put up a fight. So we kind of want to – sometimes it's easier to take it, like, step by step. And you have to go back and, you know, trust that what you did in the first step on all those things that you identified, um, all those misbeliefs and all those things that we discovered about our internal thought, know that those are true and understand that those are the things that it's going to fight against. And if you think of our internal thought as kind of being this program, um, it's going to be this, this internal program that has almost complete control over all our habitual behavior. And if you think about our past program conditioning, all of our behavior is really habitual. It's really just based off of all the things that our internal thought has learned throughout the years. And it's just playing those habits over and over again in order to create what it thinks to be true. Um, and then going back to the stop, drop, and roll, that last part, right, is the roll, the action part. Um, and that's the be proactive. And being proactive over and over again, going back, re-identifying these things we need to identify, uh, repeating these action steps to overcome our internal thought and to re-expose this, this secret power and desensitize it, slowly make it less and less effective, slowly chip away, uh, recognize and create new habits. And each time we start to create these new habits, we start to reprogram our mind. And, you know, a lot of these, we talked about these emotional responses, uh, there could be a bunch of them from trauma that we talked about to uh, learning to forgive ourselves or learning to forgive others and, you know, just be able to let go of like all these uh, past experiences that we went through that's having a negative effect on us and letting go of these different conditions, uh, being able to change all those things. So um, there's a, a bunch of stuff that we that I touched on that, we went into more depth on, so don't forget to check out our, our other podcast episodes. goes into details on conditions, um, habitual behavior, things like that. And uh, remember to like and subscribe to our podcast. We have a Facebook page, Instagram, YouTube, uh, so you can get all this great content as we put it out. So um, that's all I got. Thanks. Thank you very much, Jody. That was a fantastic. I couldn't have said that better myself. <laughs> what I was thinking, you spit right out of your mouth. <laughs> but uh, that was that was a fantastic presentation tonight. I want to ask some of the uh, uh, associates here that's listening. Debbie, when was the last time you uncovered your latest secret? Hmm. Probably a couple of months ago, about a month or two ago. And what was that secret? Well, I found that um, that my it had a tendency to tell a lot of lies to me. And um, that was very impactful to realize that that little, that little entity, as, jo as Jody put it, 
um, that's sitting on my shoulder is not out for my best interest uh, and is constantly doing things to undermine me. And uh, and just that revelation alone has has changed my life considerably. How would you say it's changed your life in the past couple of months? Um, well, with a few exceptions, um, for the most part, I feel a lot calmer. I feel um, I feel a lot stronger. I um, if I feel fear come up in any way, you know, when I'm looking to uh, undertake something, um, if I feel fearful, you know, I know that that's just my my internal thoughts working on me, you know, and um, and I'm able to, um, you know. Mm, basically not listen to it because I can use the stop, drop, and roll um, three-step process of identifying and being proactive and, I mean, shoot, I messed it up. Identify, confront, be proactive. So basically, you know, I, I when I do have a fear come up, um, I look at, I, you know, I, I look at, okay, this is what my it is saying, you know, and then once I've identified that, then I look at, you know, is this a true statement or not, you know? And, of course, nine times out of ten, it's not. And by being proactive, I can choose to go a different direction. And that always makes it easier on me. And just having that process going, I know that, it's just made me calmer about things. It's made me stronger in my actions. And I don't think I get as emotional as I used to. But so it's helped me quite a lot. Very good. I know in the past five or six months that you've been uh, with us on the podcast and with us in sessions that you've grown tremendously compared to the five or six years that I've known you in the past. And uh, I think we can all say, you know, you're doing a fantastic job. Thanks for your I appreciate that. Okay. Thank you. And, Jody, I just wanted you're to say I really like that stop, drop, and roll, that analogy. That um, I really liked how you brought that in and, um, you know, compared it to our three-step process but I, I, I really like the analogy. Thanks, Debbie. So, it's a beginning every, every day, right? Every day. Every day. Thank you, Debbie. We appreciate the input. Let's go You're to welcome. Carlson. Thank you very much. Uh, what is the latest secret? I think uh, the latest secret is something that's about an hour or two before you got on podcast, like you were talking earlier, uh, before we went online today, tonight, wasn't it? The latest yep. secret you discovered? Yep. And that secret um, was my attachment issues. And and before I, I even found like the main source of my attachment issues, I just identified how I was feeling. And then, I, and then as I was, like, confronting like the feelings and and just how how it was 
playing playing a role in my life, I was able to dig dig down deeper and and then identify what what the source was. And and ever since then, like like I just feel free and and I'm being proactive by it by telling my it like just say your last goodbye to that because that issue isn't going to be a problem for me anymore. And, and I'm also telling myself now that I'm, that, that I can't have my past define me as a human being and also prophesize my future for me. I need to do that myself because, because through this journey of self-discovery, it's definitely showed me that crap, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, so so I discovered what like a huge breakthrough today for me and it's just really helping me now. And and the only way that I was able to, to really discover it was through was through the stop, drop and roll or identify, confront, be proactive about it. Really appreciate the input there. Anybody else want to mention something before we get off the podcast this evening? Um, I was trying to apply that to my life. Uh, with, I would say it's been a long um, discovery of the secret that, and this is just one example of my life, that uh, I was giving a lot of energy to toxic relationship and um, not able to see or even sometimes throughout the years I was able to get glimpses of it, but not enough to make a definitive decision to separate myself from that that situation. Um, It was a long process. Uh, Same with uh, my addiction to smoking marijuana it's been a long process where i would see a glimpse into the the nature of my addiction whether it be to that substance or to that relationship and knowing that i would be better off to sever my ties to those things but still in a way blinded to the connection that I had to those things, the addiction, the thing that kept me grounded in both of those sort of relationships. And a secret that's been revealed is how free I can be without giving my attention and my energy to those things that are not in my best interest. Just like it, you know, going so long without an awareness that there's something that is constantly turning your your thoughts and your perspective, your uh, perception away from your highest good. You know what's best for you. It's always taking and manipulating your environment and your relationships and your thoughts and patterns and behaviors to to uh, to get you to basically self destruct. So that's in a way a secret it's, it exists in the shadows you know it's just outside of your field of vision just like those relationships were for me just outside of my field of vision when only 
once in a blue moon, I might, it's like in my peripheral, I can see and feel that something isn't right, but not enough to make that definitive decision that I've fully become aware that this thing is not good for me and I have to make the decision to do differently or else I'm going to remain in bondage to that to that dynamic. Very good, uh, Ray. I remember uh, this coming March would be nine years that Ray's been with us, and I, I can remember very vividly uh, after exposing the secret to uh, Ray, I said, Ray, it is going to do everything it can to distract you and bring you back to the same state that you started in the very first day. I said, it's going to happen throughout this journey of self-discovery a thousand plus times. And I think Ray and all of us can really recognize the many times that uh, on this journey of self-discovery that uh, it has tried to pull us away, trick us, camouflage our life, and just tried to hoodwink our, our thoughts. And uh, you want to mention anything about that, Ray, before we get offline? Um, yeah, the, uh, obviously now nine years later I can I can say that that is 100% fact. Uh, in the beginning it was something I took your word for but couldn't understand the gravity of it until now. Now it's, you know, the proof is, or the writing is on, on the wall. And even to this day, you know, with having broken free of this, relationship and also of this addiction um, this is just another step in my journey of fully realizing my my highest potential my um, you know as we talked about in the in the last podcast light and love you know I, I keep reflecting on that at this point in my journey that it's got a lot to do with my level of consciousness my ability to love, my ability to give of my time and my energy, is, this is just another step in, the, in that unfolding um, due to its attempts. You know, I, I've grown so much in eight years, but yet I was still holding on to something that was bound to destroy me. You know, that we can grow and we can make all this progress, but it will always have something plugged in that if you're not aware of it will be your downfall. And that's irregardless of how much you, you've grown. It, it's, it, I think it's, uh, it, we'd like to feel that if we put in five, ten years of progression of overcoming obstacles, that we can then just relax and kick our feet up. But, I'm afraid it just doesn't work like that. You know, once we accept that, it's not so bad. You know, it's not really the end of the world. But we have to be mindful that it is always going to attempt to bring you down or to take you back to where you came from. We just have to be aware of that so that we can continue the fight and continue to grow because at any given time, you can still bask in the uh, accomplishments that you've had. I feel like especially a lot lately in the past month, it, 
I've been on a high, a natural high, but yet there's still challenges to be faced. You know, that doesn't mean that the, the fight is over, but that that's okay. It's not really a bad thing. It's just the way that this life functions, you know. And um, like like you said, Paul, that one thing that you said to me that always stood out was that it is always going to look for your weakness, you know. And it, I was telling uh, a friend about that the other day that, we tend to overcome one obstacle and then we think, oh, here comes something else. Well, because that something else had no room to destroy you because something was already doing the job. Something was already destroying you just fine. Whenever you overcome that obstacle and you get rid of that element to to your life, that thing that's holding you back, that thing that's draining you of your energy, of your productivity, well, now the new big, you know, the new best thing is going to find its way into your life. And we have to be mindful of that. It's kind of, it's a part of the process. Um, But like you said, Paul, I've been dealing with that throughout the whole journey. But by continuing to face those obstacles and conquer them as they come, I've been able to get to the point where I'm at now. And I know that same will apply from here into the next five and ten years. It won't be because I've got to this point and now I have no more uh, obstacles to conquer. It's because I have that mindset that I'm forever ready. I'm forever prepared. And if it finds a way to kind of pull my attention away from the the goal, you're there to kind of keep me, you know, keep my eyes on the prize, you know, and to remind me that, uh, not to get too comfortable, you know. It's good to enjoy our accomplishments, but don't don't go fully to sleep because that's when it can come out to play, and that's when he'll he'll do everything he can to take away what you've what you've gained and what you've earned. And uh, I think that's just all life is about. It's, it's a battle, you know, but it can be rewarding. Um, we want, like you, like I said, we want to relax and kick our feet up. But unfortunately, by taking that approach, we allow it we allow it into our lives. We allow it to take control of our lives. We allow it to start choosing for us things that we think feel good. You know, we're like, well, I want to do what I want to do. You know, forget about all this work. And, you know, I just, I just want to enjoy it. So we start doing things, doing drugs, drinking alcohol, vegging out on uh, Netflix, um, going and hanging out with people that are not the best for us because we tell ourselves, oh, life's too short anyway. So but why do we tell ourselves that? We tell ourselves life's too short, so I'll do things to destroy myself. Why do we choose destructive habits as if that's some reward, you know, to, to living life when it's not? It's just that it it can find, it can really convince us with these things because in the moment and from a worldly perspective, they can be convincing. But only when we're in that that uh, lower state of consciousness does that stuff make sense when we rise above that and go beyond that we can see that for the lie that it is you know so it is it's all about continually uh, continually being mindful and aware that uh, it's not always a game it can be a, it can be a game it can, it can be fun this you know life but we got to be on our P's and Q's because it is very real.
once we start to think that we're alone and there's nothing out here that's really working against us, that's when it's that's when it starts to win. You know, it's not that it's not here, it's just that it's taking the front seat and putting you in the back seat. And that's the one of the biggest lies, you know, that there ever ever was. Thank you, Ray. And as you said, it is a master at deceiving, uh, deception. It's going to try to convince you uh, every day, if it, if it can, to, to go to your weakest link and, uh, you know, hook you back into thinking there's no, there's no possibility that life is going to change for you. Why don't you just come on back home, be happy with it, and content? Because you don't deserve anything else. And that's when we have to identify where it's coming from, confront, choose not to participate in it, because that's what it wants to do, bring you on back home to that way of thinking and become proactive and do the opposite of what you always have been obeying it from. But perfect, perfect uh, uh, presentation on how your it has been affecting you all your life. And uh, fantastic job, Ray. Fantastic job. Um, Jody, you want to say something, uh, a comment or two before we get off the, the line tonight? Other than that wonderful yes. talk you gave earlier? Uh, I think Ray, you know, tied it, tightened it up pretty good, you know, talking about, you know, it's always going to continuously fight. And uh, and I think also it's um, kind of thinking of, you know, that someday we're just going to conquer it and, like, it would be over. It's, it goes back to, you know, that word journey, like the journey of self-discovery. And knowing that we're really, you know, it's really about, progression and making progress every day and, and slowly continuing to get better. Not that there's like really some destination. Um, so yeah, it goes good. Thanks. Thank, uh, thank you, uh, Jody, for the presentation, your input tonight and Ray and, and uh, Debbie and Carlson and others. Uh, glad that others can have been on the line tonight to listen and, uh, Hopefully someday soon we'll be able to, to hear your uh, secrets that you've discovered. And uh, try to invite other people between now and next Tuesday, friends, family, and see, uh, invite them because they have secrets just like we have and have all these years. And uh, share with them the possibility that they can be a part of a whole new journey of self-discovery for themselves. Because when we discover it, our lives change for the better. And when we become better within ourselves, others can see that and they want to be that. And next week, instead of being on Thursday night, we'll be here on Tuesday night at 7.30 getting prepared for our Christmas season. So we will see you next Tuesday night at 7.30 Look forward for you all being there. Thank you. Good night.